Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of the RSL show, Real Salt Lake show on KSL Sports. We're fresh back with reaction and game recap over the Real Salt Lake draw in SKC, Sporting KC, the Blue Hell. What is up, everybody? How is everyone? Let's go around the room real quick, really fast. Isaac, how you doing? Doing really good. Doing really good. Your eyebrows look really good, bro. You got them shaped? I did, I did. I need to redo them, though, because they're starting to grow back. <laughs> Dang. Wow. Okay. Alex, what's up with you, dude? What's new in your world? Oh, not much, man. You know, got the point in Kansas and now I'm feeling good and, you know, waiting on waiting on the call, you know? Ooh, oh, the call. Waiting on the call. Yeah, that's rough. That's yeah. rough. Uh, shout out to those people who sent good vibes over to Alex Napolis. Josh Clark. Josh, how are you, dude? How uh, how was the jersey exchange, man? Talk was, about, let's talk about that. It was it was dope, bro. I actually really enjoyed that event. Uh, my socially awkward self has a hard time going to things like that. Uh, but you know, once I was there, it was pretty dope. I got some got some sick new game worn shirts. I got rid of a lot of shirts. Um, yeah, it was overall a very good experience. Shout out the boys over at Kaye. Uh, Travis Wynn, Nick Romando, Taylor Pay, uh, just to name a few. And uh, shout out to the cool staff. Uh, I wish I could have made that. It sounded like a really, really good time. Alex and Isaac, you guys got to go. Um, we'll, we'll talk about the match in a minute, but overall, what was like the uh, the vibe over at Kaye Street Soccer? It, it was fun, um, especially since we had they had both games on. They had the U.S. game and the Panama game. Uh, or the U.S. Panama game and RSL, and so it was really fun just to kind of see both people uh, watch that game and be interacting with those games. And it was really fun um, when like something would happen on one game, and then everybody would cheer. And I thought it would be for like RSL, and so I'd look up and like nothing, like the ball was out of bounds during the RSL game. When I was like, oh, is that so it's for Panama? Um, so yeah, it was just fun. People, it was nice to see people there, nice to interact. Got a couple, I got a couple jerseys too, and uh, you know, had a good time. Your sister bought way more than anyone, I think. <laughs> My sister made out like a bandit, dude. She got she got a lot of cool stuff. We got to figure out if that Mexico jersey she picked up was game-worn from the World Cup. Because I think it might have been. We got to look into that because if it's, if it's a World Cup game-worn jersey, oof, it's crazy. Yeah, that's a come up. The vibes at Kaya are incredible. I say if you've never been there, this is your sign to go. Because it's such a fun, cool spot. 
Look at that. Um, Isaac is, endorsed. Isaac endorsed. Bro, your your sounds like your sister's just stacked, bro. She has a lot of money. Just buying kits. I don't know about the money part because I'm always uh, letting her borrow some, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she's a uh, yeah. At one point, I, at one point, I heard Alex go, "That's your Christmas present." <laughs> yeah, I did say that. <laughs> so, Alex is the money maker. That's good to know. Well, guys, uh, yeah, shout out Kaye, free endorsement, free ad for the boys over at Kaye. Go check it out. They're trying to free the game. Uh, really cool vision, and uh, they've got a really cool spot. If you guys haven't been, go check it out. They have a storefront. They sell hats, sweaters, um, shirts, soccer balls, everything. They've got like an indoor uh, just chill-out spot. You can go kick some soccer balls. Uh, that's a project that, uh, like I said before, Travis Wynn and uh, Nick Ramondo have been working on, and uh, maybe there will be a, a collaboration between Kaye and Salter FC down the road. Who knows? Ooh. That wasn't discussed last night, but you know. There it is. Mm. They've always wanted to do business with the best fake club in the world. Uh, oh, shameless plug. You got three more days to go on SalterFC.com and order their second kit ever in existence. Uh, what's the kit called, Josh? So the Revival. The Revival kit. Yeah. Pretty well, let's, dope. Let's, uh, let's correct the history there. It's actually the third kit. We mm. had the, the unreleased one, you know, that there's four of in existence. That's true. So we have to yeah, tease that a little bit. But yeah, it's technically the second for sale kit. There it is. All right, cool, guys. Um, let's talk about Real Salt Lake. Let's talk about all the stuff that you guys are here for. Uh, we got plenty of uh, fan reaction on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, just an overall really good result uh, going into SKC. Um do we just want to hop right into it? Let's talk lineup, actually. Let's pull up the lineup. Uh, let's get thoughts and opinions going into that one because I know that there were a few questions going into this one as to maybe why uh, some people didn't start, why some people were coming off the bench, and what was you know Pablo's thoughts behind that. So let's break that down. Who's got the starting 11 in front of them? Uh, so I think the f- big main thing that kind of jumped out was Gavin and Goal. Um, you love to see Gavin Bieber get minutes, um, get the opportunity. Um, and, you know, despite a couple shaky moments for like an 18-year-old who hasn't had that many minutes in MLS soc- in MLS play, um, he still does really well. He comes up at, at good times and big saves. And so it's really awesome to see Gavin kind of have those opportunities. Um, the back four was Emeka Nelly, Justin Glad, Marcelo Silva, and uh, Andrew Brody. And then the midfield four was Nelson Palacio, who got the start. Jasper Loffelson on the wings was uh, Brian Oviedo with Andres Gomez. And then up top, um, surprisingly, Chicho on the bench um, with Moose and Dami starting. Yeah, so a little bit of rotation going into this one, uh, which was to be expected, right? With another game Saturday, you're going away to a rival. You know, you're probably not going to roll out your best 11 for that one, especially in the heat humidity. Uh, but overall, uh, a decent lineup. I felt like it may have been a little defensive. Um, we haven't really had success this year when going defensive, in my opinion. Um, and and you know, as we'll talk about going going into the, this game, when we don't play on the front foot and and press and press and play our style, we struggle. And that's what this lineup like signaled to me. I think the biggest question mark that that, that kind of stood out to me was was Oviedo. 
um, starting. And I guess it makes sense. You know, you don't travel with Sava. You don't travel with Chang, who probably would have been the one to slide into that position. But it's still really interesting to see kind of a guy who's naturally a left back slide into that left middle role. Right. And that's, and that kind of gave the defensive feel, yeah, right? Absolutely. That and, and Palacio and Lawfulson, who's more of a defensive guy as well. So do we want to play into the Savarino, why he's maybe questionable, maybe not um, traveling with the team, anything there of no. substance, anything to speculate or no, is it just I'd, simply a break? A little hip injury, you know, the last game, you know, there, there was a time in the last game where he was slow to get up. So it makes sense. Uh, for me, this was just them being, you know, cautious with him, you know, letting him heal up, be a hundred percent for Saturday. Gotcha. Cool. Well, we go into a uh, semi-dangerous SKC, and I say semi because uh, the results, uh, obviously for them, horrible se- uh, start to the season, just starting to fire up. And you know what? An interesting stat. Uh, I think uh, if if I'm correct, Alan Pulido is at what ten goals already in how many matches? I think he's up there, dude. Look up the stat. Um, it was just an insane stat. Um, he's just been quick to get on the score sheet and just make up numbers for uh, being absent for the first half of the season. I think Alex is checking that, and I want to let's see what what's what's it saying, dude? Am I right? I think it's like ten goals and what three, three mat four matches. It's gotta no be way. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Well, well, and he was he was injured for a majority of of the first part of the season, but just as it kind of loads up here, it looks like he's at ten goals. In only 19 appearances, which not too bad, not too bad. Oh, okay. Why? All right. Okay. 19. Yeah. Big. That's, that's better. That's better. <laughs> that <sounds more> like <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say yeah, actually when I do the math, but I mean it. It wouldn't have like surprised me because there's been a few, a few games where he's gotten braces. Obviously, clearly, I think but, he was player of the month uh, this last month because of how much he's been scoring. Spread over 19. Yeah, and and a lot of it's too is just you know key penalty taker so uh they give it to him and uh he's there to put him away so let's talk into this uh by the way the biggest news i think was the the final much anticipated debut of nelson palacio uh which you know gets the start don't really see much of him until uh the 23rd minute just takes a rocket. It's a layoff of, uh, I believe it's Oviedo just lays it off to him. And he's just, I mean, he's well outside the box, dude. I mean, he's from distance. Uh, just gets a right foot on it, strikes the hell out of it. And we almost got a Nelson Palacio debut. Uh, just goes over the defenders. It's going towards uh, the right side of the net. And, uh, you know, keeper gets fists on it. But just a powerful shot. Uh, what was your guys' reactions to that? Well, I'm curious, man. What was that like seeing in inside a Kaye? Uh It was explosive, right? People were pumped. Uh, if that would have gone in, I'm sure the place would have erupted. Uh, but man, when when someone hits the ball so hard that the ball doesn't move, like, that thing was on a rope, right? It had no spin, nothing. That thing was just floating through the air. Uh, that would have been an absolute wonder goal for someone's debut. Uh, it's too too damn bad it didn't go in. Alex, what are your thoughts, bro? Nelson Palacio, man, coming in, uh, having, I guess, like an early chance. Uh, it, it's a, uh, it's, oh, what's the word? It's ambitious, right? 
Uh, but just kind of give me your thoughts, man, on how he integrates with Real Salt Lake so far. And were you impressed on his performance overall? I know we haven't talk- discussed the goals, but um, what are you seeing from that? What do you like? What do you dislike? Well, I mean, obviously, the shot is ambitious, and I love it. I love just having that confidence to take that on your first game, uh, on your debut. Um, I think it kind of speaks volumes to to what we're going to get out of Nelson Palacio. Um, coming off of you know a championship um, match in Colombia, uh, literally within a couple weeks now starting for RSL, uh, you kind of expected um, a guy who's still trying to figure out his teammates, still trying to figure out the team. I think he's only really had a week to practice or train with RSL. Um, and so there was moments where him and Jasper kind of got lost with each other, but I think it'll just come with time and in, in, um, in getting more acclimated to the league, getting more acclimated to his teammates um, and what we're going to see out of him because he's a very dynamic, very good defensive player. Um, but it kind of lacked that moments last time, uh, last night, especially early on, early off in the match. And it's probably just those first game jitters. Yeah, it's fair to assess it that way. Yeah, I think uh, it's good to chalk it up to first game jitters. Um, a couple trainings under your belt, traveling away, um, new environment, new league, new club. It's 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 kind of inedible. You got to find your footing. Um, but I, I mean, I I loved what I saw. Just like that, the the lack of fear of just striking the hell out of the ball being a little selfish and just going for it. I like that, man. That's, uh, that's just something that we typically don't get, right? We, we usually have people who are a little shy to strike it from distance, um, especially if they're a new addition like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe Pablo Ruiz is, is getting in his ear a little bit there and saying, you know, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but He's we like, also hey, can't hey. forget, we also can't forget that, you know, Palacio just made his debut away at our bitter rival, right? That's, that's big time, right? You have to really have a trust in the guy to, to throw him into that fire. And apparently really crappy yeah. conditions. Um, after Humidity, after bro. the post-match, yeah, in the post-match, Pablo was saying that that's probably the hottest, worst game he's ever been a part of. Um, and you can kind of see it on the players. I think like early on, it, it, they they looked, they were looking tired early in that one. Well, I mean, it, you know, the humidity, it's a lot like altitude in ways where it'll, it'll just suck the energy right out of you, right? And when you feel like you're running through a blanket essentially like that's tough and and it does take some adjustment i don't know why you'd want to live in kansas city honestly like it's either bitter cold or like you just got swamp ass all the time like i i don't know why you'd want to be there yeah i could see why kevinchio is trying to do everything to switch support and uh get out of there it's the it's the most horrible place to visit it's the least likely place i i I don't know, dude. I've been there before, uh, free work trip for a week, and I'm not kidding you, dude. Aside from the barbecue, yeah, sure, it was good. Aside it's from not that, the best, there was literally nothing. No, but there was nothing to do, dude. I, I think I went to like three, four movies that week because I had seen everything there was to see in Kansas City in like a day. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely not dude. Soccer City, USA. Definitely no. not. I, Alex, doesn't your sister live there? She does, yeah. She lives in Kansas. Her school. She does live in. Kansas. Is it, does she love it or does, or what? Like no, <laughs> no. I mean, we. She makes okay. fun of. She, she she talks about the humidity all the time, and I'm like, dude, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Anyways, we we won't lay too much into Kansas City, but it's a whole different discussion. I literally had the entire city of Kansas City, like news people, organizations, everyone was coming at me on Twitter, bro. Like two years ago, so funny because I said it sucked. 
They're way too easy to rile up, man. Like, it's, oh, dude. it's a soft bunch. It's <laughs> so easy. All right. Um, 26th minute. Let's talk about this one. Oviedo. Um, I'm not going to say the same spot from Palacio, but just Pretty outside close. the penalty area. Pretty yeah. close. Little, little, little strike. Um, just hits the top of the post. Uh, just, I mean, just inches up. Uh, Would have been an amazing strike, amazing goal. But let's just uh, let's assess that a little bit. Are we still are we still hot on Oviedo? Do we like him? Are we are we loving what we see out of Oviedo weekend? Listen, weekend? I don't I don't think any of us have been really hot on Oviedo for a while. Um, I don't dislike the guy, uh, but I think out of a, a majority of our players, he is closer to a liability than a lot, right? And that's that's no slight at him. He's still a great player. I just I just think you can tell the their career's winding down, right? The the legs don't have it like they used to. Um I think his role is better served off the bench. But all props to him, he went ninety this game. Damn near scored a, a fantastic goal. I would have loved to see him get on the score sheet. Uh so props to him for having a pretty a pretty good game this week. I think it was a, a very much a bounce back performance for for Oviedo. Um, just due to mostly because I feel like a lot of us still have a sour taste, still had a sour taste in our mouths um, from kind of the defensive mistakes in Minnesota that were you know on his side of the field uh, in that one. And so it was nice to just see him come back out and and not only have that opportunity but to play an overall solid game, like Josh said, and going ninety in that Kansas Heat and still still playing a decent game. Uh, all 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 credit to him for that. Yeah. Now moving on. Um... To the 29th minute, we're going to discuss uh, Sporting KC's first goal. And if you guys want like a little play-by-play, if you guys check your chat, I've basically thrown this highlight in there. Um, but let's just break this down. So uh, a minute 17 into these highlights, we're at the 29th marker. Uh, Lawfelson, he's going to get a lot of criticism here soon, but I don't think this one's on him. Uh, Loffelson feeling a little bit of pressure, uh, plays it back to Beavers. Uh, Beavers is getting pressed, has plenty of space actually. Does a, a pretty bad clearance that um, just finds uh, one of the SKC attackers who plays it up to Johnny Russell, and then Johnny Russell whips it in with the left, and then Daniel Salawi is there to just basically pick up that cross uh, with his right foot and just bags a goal. So. Where where are we going to put the blame on this, if anywhere? I personally feel like it's maybe more on the clearance than the pass back. Mm. Uh, but also, Loffelson might have had better options than to go straight back to Beavers. So, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, if- you know, you know those two, those were two errors per se, right? But it still could have been prevented after the fact. I'm more concerned about the recovery of the back line and maybe the coverage of midfield, right? If you look, Brody is nowhere to be found um, looking for solely on the, I don't even know how to say his name, on the back post, uh, you know, kind of leaving him open. But again, if you, if you really look at the goal, right, it was a breakdown of on RSL side, but the angle of that finish was more impressive than anything uh, so I'm just going to give credit to SKC on this one uh, and props on the finish because that angle was tight and, and honestly it shouldn't have gotten in. So I'm not really going to blame anyone here. 
it was just kind of a couple young guys making some mistakes and then the veterans struggling to, you know, reset and mark up. Yeah. And, and followed by a decent shot. So it's exactly that. I think, uh, you know, once, 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 Arsenal, the way they like to play is obviously once that wall goes back there, the immediate thought is to go forward and start to build that attack. Um, it's not to hurry and recover defensively. And so it was kind of a situation where you make that mistake and you don't have the coverage um, to come back and, and cover that attack from SKC. Um, it's unfortunate, but it's a team mistake, in my opinion. Um, and it's something that something that we kind of saw at the beginning of the season, right? Where this team and this defense was committing a lot of mistakes, a lot of defensive errors that led directly to goals. Um, And it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of just questionable. um, What are we doing? But I I think a lot of people were kind of going at Loffelson a little bit. Had even seen some takes that, uh, He's more of a Monarchs style player, and I think that could and might be up for debate. But I don't well, know. I, I that drives me nuts because you know, beginning of the season, he was a a solid starter, right? Um, mm. I know we're guilty of it as well, but but to go from you know, Lawfulson can be a starter, Lawfulson's a great bench player, to straight to he makes an error, so he's Monarchs quality. Like that's that's a yeah bit of a weird take. It's a little tough. It's a little yeah. rough. Yeah, I um, think they got to pump the brakes on that a bit. Yeah, I'd say pump the brakes a little bit, but also, it, it's it's not wrong to. I don't know, man. It, it's not wrong to uh, criticize, but then also acknowledge that the roster around him is getting better, and it seems like the you know the level of play and the players around you are elevating. So, right. Uh, Hopefully, he also is able to kind of come up with that well, and, and fizzle out. And even if he doesn't, right, it's not like he would just get sent down to the Monarchs. He's an absolute MLS quality player um, and could move on and make a majority of MLS rosters out there and make them better. So I, I really don't agree with he's MLX next quality, right? That's That's skipping over USL even. So it's a <laughs> yeah. bit harsh. Yeah, a little bit. So we move on to the 34th minute. SKC still attacking. And, uh, you know, this we called this on the last, on the last podcast. We called it Johnny Russell goal because we know it's going to come. Um, mine was from, I said, from a, like a set piece header to Johnny Russell. That didn't happen. Uh, I think, Josh, you said like a, a, play, a ball played over his head and then he'd get there and maybe finish it. Maybe like one-on-one scenario. And am I wrong, or is that what you said? Couldn't tell you. I honestly don't remember. But so, I know I got the time right. I think, so yeah, I was you got the time. I guess the time, the time right when he was going to score. Yeah, you said thirtieth, like around the thirtieth minute, which um, it happens. And you got to give credit to Johnny Russell, dude. Like I don't know why he just like turns it up uh, versus Real Salt Lake. It's a little frustrating, but you can you can predict that. Um, you can count on it. I mean, he's he's as reliable as the sun rising. We we tweeted that one. Um, when it comes to scoring uh, on Real Salt Lake. But, dude, he's got a beautiful ball that's played into him, uh, and it's tight. There's l- two defenders. Justin Glad's on him. Oviedo runs over to him. Um, I'm trying to make out who the third player is uh, that is there. But basically, he takes a, a touch off of a hard pass, turns, and then just drills it in. Also, a difficult angle. Um, 
So it's a beautiful goal, man. Like you can't hate on it, uh, but it is just frustrating uh, the amount of goals that Johnny Russell has just impregnated on Real Salt Lake. You know, it's a lot like Chicho, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. A little bit. So yeah. are we going to trade for him? <laughs> I don't, I don't want Johnny Russell anywhere near this roster. Yeah. Maybe, but you know, maybe a few years ago, right? But Yeah, but also he, he earned my respect, man, when he just – remember when SKC was struggling and he just went yeah. to the media and was just like, something's got to change. Like, this isn't it. He called out basically his entire team, his roster, his head coach, everything. He was just ready. He's like, hey, we need change. Like, this just isn't working. And I think that when you do care about the club, uh, you sh- you'll you be okay in saying those things if you're truly passionate. Um, I feel like a lot of people can't get those things off their shoulders. Maybe they're too afraid. But, I mean, the dude's also a veteran. So, a lot of respect, man. But just beautiful goal, bro. Just drilled it in. You You can't hate on it, man. Johnny Russell. No. It is annoying to watch them celebrate, though. And I- Bothers and me. I think for that goal, for that goal, you kind of saw it coming. Um, it ran after Shalouis scored the first one. It it's t- kind of took back RSL defensively. Um, leading up to the goal, there was a lot more defensive mistakes. Um, RSL uh, was just feeling the pressure from SKC, couldn't clear the ball, um, couldn't really get it out of their own end. And then um, Ross- Russell puts it in, and it's kind of another punch punch to the mouth for RSL. Yeah, but you know. It, is it weird to say that the feeling at Kaye was we weren't done? No, that's absolutely, um, that's absolutely what it felt like. I felt like at, when they first scored that goal, it was pretty deflated at first. But even then, I felt like this team you know, could come back. Well, I mean, you're, you're going to deflate anytime someone scores on you, especially a rival, right? right. But you know, if you listen to the conversations and, and some of the conversations I had, it was like, oh, it's still the second half to go. Like, we're not, we're not done. And I think the the big question was, what was the adjustment going to be going into the second half? Because if you're watching, RSL is not playing the way RSL has played in the last 90 days in that first half, right? We're letting SKC come at us, whereas we've been the team to go at people. We're, we're playing more defensively. We're not playing the RSL way, which is in everyone's face, right? Coming at you hard. And I get it's hot. It's humid. But you got to play your style. And we didn't do that. So I think everyone's collective feeling was if RSL comes out in the second half, makes a couple changes and changes their style and goes at this Kansas City team, we'll get a draw minimum. And sure enough, you know, a minute into the second half, that exact thing happens. Well, and then we also got to go back and talk about what changed at the half too. Um, right. right. Let's let's get into bring it. bring Chitra Rango in. You bring Pablo Ruiz in and you bring Diego Luna in right at the half. Right, you waste no time getting him into uh, into the match, and it completely changes the not only the style of play, but the way you're going to attack this SKC backline. Well, you could see like it's funny to say, but like you could see SKC get scared, right? They definitely they definitely they, took a step back. Um, as, I think as soon as they saw those subs, um, just because of what they what they bring um, to this to this to the side yeah and let's and let's be real paulo ruiz changed the game chicho arango changed the game diego luna changed the game let's talk about it let's talk about it let's talk about it right and and we will we will the press came back right next thing you know you know paulo ruiz is getting in someone's face to steal the ball 
Diego Luna's going at guys, putting them on their heels. Chicho Arango is making crazy runs, crazy flicks, right? The the ball from Ruiz to Chicho, you know, leading up to Mifelsi's goal is insane, right? It it completely splits SKC's line. Chicho is between the two center backs. Beautiful flick, right? Into a in in front of Musovski, right? So he has that space between the the left back. And then again, a beautiful finish. None of us would have guessed Moose was on track to be golden boot winner at this point of the season, right? With how last season ended and with how, you know, the beginning of the season started, none of us gave him a shot. And right now he's, he's undroppable, right? And just the way, the way we went at SKC and, and really deflated their team and their fans immediately in the second half was, was what changed the, the, the trajectory of this match. Well, and I also think that if Arsenal doesn't come in the way they did, um, immediately knocking on the door and immediately getting that goal, I don't. Maybe SKC still has that confidence to kind of bunker down, um, hold more defensively, and Arsenal doesn't get on the board that early. It, I think, it completely changes the dynamic of the game. The fact that Arsenal came out, scored that goal, Musasi got on the score sheet. Um, it gives not, it gives Arsenal the confidence, it gives Arsenal the momentum, um, and we saw throughout that second half, it was all Arsenal. Uh, from a majority of that second half. Was anybody worried that uh, that it'd be challenged for the offside and it would be overturned? Were you guys sweating? Uh, momentarily, right? When you see the player put up his hand like, no, 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 right? And and you're not there to see kind of what's going on between the, the referee and whatnot. Uh, there was definitely fear. I think we all thought that was going to go to VAR because we weren't seeing the replay, but we were seeing the reactions. Uh, but there was definitely a, an eruption of cheers when when the ball kicked off and play resumed. Absolutely. So yeah, um, 23 seconds. It was a 45, 23 is when that was scored. Uh, we saw plenty of opportunities. Uh, we saw a strike from Chicho that was on target, uh, keeper block, beautiful shot. And then just momentarily after that, uh, also in the 52nd minute, uh, we get another, uh, attempt on target. Uh, this one comes after, being laid off by Diego Luna to Pablo Ruiz, uh, gets his left foot on it, and it's just, uh, just you know, keeper big block. So a lot of shots, a lot of pieces coming together, and um, I want to just talk about the. Uh, we've already talked about this in great length. The just the momentum shift. The minute Chicho comes on, just like the amount of touches that he gets on, the uh, attempts on goals, whether it's a shot, whether it's a header in the box. Um, dude is just like spreading the magic and it's crazy to see it just not, not just happen in this match, but translate directly from the last match. Um, a lot of momentum there. So what other positive things could we say about Chicho and the momentum that he brings to Real Salt Lake? Honestly, it's the way the guys have responded and up their level of play, right? I don't know who this Diego Luna is. This is the Diego Luna we all wanted to see. This is the Diego Luna that can move to Europe, right? This is the Diego Luna that can make the senior national team, right? This Diego Luna is incredible. Ruiz was already was already performing at a high pace, a high clip. This is an absolutely different Ruiz as well. So I think, you know, and and the front office and coaching staff said the same thing about Chicho, but he's made everyone better. He's made him up their level, and, and that's scary for everyone else in the Western Conference and honestly in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I think um, obviously we see what adding a piece and a star like Chicho does to this team. Um, 
and you got to give credit because um, to guys like Diego Luna and guys like Pablo Ruiz because they are the playmakers. They are the ones who are going to be creating for Chicho. Um, and when we saw last night what difference it makes when both of them are on the field and what both when both of them are um, doing to feed Chicho. Uh, so many opportunities for Orango, so many opportunities for Luna and 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 uh, Ruiz in that attack in that second half, especially early in that second half. Um, and it's really good to see um, how well they're already clicking. Absolutely. And, and Isaac, you know, good point in chat there. Not only is Diego Luna killing it offensively, but he's working his butt off defensively, right? He had a, a goal-saving tackle in the box that, you know, you, you hardly see center backs making these tackles, right? It, it could have been a red card and a PK easily, but it was clean. It was vicious. Uh, and it's something you love to see your offensive players, you know, putting their bodies on the line and, and putting in that defensive work. Because when you guys have, when you, when you have guys doing all of the dirty work all over the field, that that's what a championship team is made out of. Yeah, no question. Um, talking about sacrificing your body, putting it on the line, 70th minute going into the 71st, dude. SKC is playing a ball back. They're being safe about it. And when you go back and watch the highlight, dude, Anderson Julio just runs through this defender. Punks in. Just straight bodies him, bro. And it's, I don't know how, you know, going back and looking at it, I'm just like, how was there no call on that? Because the defender sold it well enough and there was plenty of contact there but he just trucks him dude all ball baby all ball there's the claim but anderson julio dude takes this dude out just flattens him out uh makes the run gets a few touches and then just megs the goalkeeper scores and runs over to his dude's training what the hell because like anderson julio love him to death we know he's got the talent but what like what where's this where's this coming from i'm is it the chicho effect i'm i'm surprised anderson didn't go back and like flex over the defender's body after he scored um because <laughs> he just ran right through him it was clean though it is it, it is was absolutely clean, clean. It, whatever whichever way you look at it it's all ball it's shoulder to shoulder it's a, it's a good way to just kind of welcome yourself into the game right cuz he just subbed on in a mere minutes before that um, and he says, hey, I am here, and I'm going to score again. And sure enough, he goes down. He does that. Uh, that's three straight games with a goal off the bench. Um, I was saying it last night, 2021 Anderson Julio could be back, might be back, should be back um, after right. after and, the, that confidence boost. And and that tackle from Julio is all credit to the press we're playing, right? Absolutely, which we didn't see. He didn't have half. to go in and make that tackle. Right? He didn't have to make that tackle. He could have sat back, waited for the ball to be passed, but... You know, all, all credit to Julio for, for pressing, for that tackle. It was clean. It was beautiful. And I'm just going to address it now for the SKC fans complaining, whining all over Twitter. It was clean. If you guys really want to complain, Chicho Arango's yellow card never touched the guy. And there should have been a penalty right outside of the box on Chicho as well that missed, got missed, and you guys were playing dirty, so I don't want to hear about it. Suck it up. Daniel Rosero, man, uh, is the <laughs> he's also Colombian, uh, which would make him a perfect candidate for a Real Salt Lake player here soon. But uh, yeah, dude, Danny Rosero, man, just got bodied, bro. I, if I were him, I'd be worried afterwards. I'm like, dude, am I still gonna have a job in MLS as a defender, bro? Like, I, dude, 
you take a hit like that and you go down. I mean, I, I get it. You're trying to draw the foul, but I, I really think Anderson Julio took him, bro. Like he just mowed you down. Yeah, that's and when you nothing you can do. And the goal, and it, it, it's the worst possible outcome. It leads to a goal on a soft pass back. It's embarrassing, dude. It's when you put it's your hand up and ask for a sub, bro. <laughs> like um, I, he got me, pulled my hammy. Get your Capri Sun and your my orange slices, dude. Get and me I'm going home, here. bro. Mom, take me home early. I, I'm I'm hurt, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, and and as much credit as Julio gets for that goal, a very similar opportunity just a few minutes later to win it, and the old Anderson Julio showed up. So yeah, that's I, the 80th I, I wish, minute. Let's yeah. talk about it. Let's talk about it. So you're right, man. Absolutely right. So after after a a, a shimmer of hope, some uh, life back into RSL, uh, it, it takes about like 17 minutes again uh, to see this ball uh, just get played up and be built up. So Ojeda uh, plays it up to... I think that's who got that touch, dude. Who played that ball up to Anderson Julio? Was that Diego Luna? Trying to see. Uh, no, it's Chicho. Yeah, Chicho again is involved, dude, with a, a great pass. It's it's just a one touch redirect over to a wide open Anderson Julio, who's busted through the defender completely and alone, has plenty of space. And and in training, man, like these are the balls that you see go in into the back of the net, no question. And in in this instance, SKC goalkeeper comes out, uh, gets a palm on it, and it's saved. So I don't know. I think a lot of credit for Real Salt Lake coming back too, too. A lot of credit to Anderson Julio for the goal before, but I feel like that's a goal that needs to go in, dude. I and I know they're not going to come down hard on him because. He, he scored the draw, but uh, I mean, that's that, that I think I feel like that's the kind of goal. If you miss it, you're at risk of like losing that. I wouldn't even call it a starting spot because he's not a starter. He's off the bench, but um, that could be something that, you know, coaches would look like or prospects would look at in the future and be like, dude, could this guy finish? It's evident that he can, but why didn't he finish this time? What, what, what's up with that? I don't know. It, it just, you know, you definitely have the goalkeeper running at you, right? That's that's always a tough situation. And, and it's not that he didn't score the goal. It, it's what would have happened if he did. If he oh, scores man. that goal, he, you know, he's already, fans love him. But you score that goal to come back from 2-0 down at half to beat your rivals on their home turf, right? You, you're in RSO lore forever. Um. A big and it's a big three points. So you know it's it's just disappointing that you know he couldn't get you know the touch a little higher, or a little farther to the right or left or whatever. But man, if if he would have scored that, it's just the eruptions around he, you would have heard RSL fans in Kansas City. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you would have been able to hear a pin drop in, in the cauldron, the blue hell. I. I don't know, man. I, I don't want to say that he panicked and it got away from him. I mean, I, I you know that he would love it back, right? Like he would love that one back. That's people love to say that in in football and soccer, but it is one that I was just thinking. I'm like, dude, I know he's going into the locker room and he's just ugh, like, that's just got to be such a sh- shitty feeling. Yeah, and you know, you know, like everyone's supporting him in the locker room, but in the back of their heads, they're like, damn, if he would have just. <laughs> I know, man. 
I know. But uh, I wonder I wonder what, what it could have been, man. Alex, when you get like a closer look at that, dude, or when you kind of reassess and go back and remember that, what do you think it is, man? Do you think the do you think this like the space was just closed way too fast? Do you feel like you panicked? Uh, well, you know, maybe footing was off. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, it's a situation where obviously you're one on one with the goalie, but you got the center back coming in behind you. You know what's at stake. You know it's three points. You know it's the win. Um, and it, the the timing in that situation in your head, you go from having all the time in the world, right, when you're one on one in that situation, to having you have to make a decision in two seconds, three, maybe less, right? A nanosecond. Um, but at that point, McIntosh is already doing good to kind of close down the angle that Julio had. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, it's unfortunate because it's, it is the win. It is the three points. Um, and by all means, he should have scored that. Um, but in that situation, it's a lot easier said than done. Absolutely. I'm not going out and scoring that goal, right? But it wasn't like it's happened. Right, it, we're not talking about he was wide open a yard off the goal line, somehow put it over the post. So yeah. I'm, I'm really not faulting him or saying he's a bad player or anything like that. It's just unfortunate that at that time, you know, that split second decision wasn't the right one. I think I, I think yeah. we got to give more merit and more credit to that uh, whatever center back was coming up right behind him, and for McIntosh for coming off his line and closing down that space as best he could. Because in a lot of situations, goalies will wait wait it out and leave that space open for the attacker. But he just jumped right on it, um, decided to come close down Julio, and it was ultimately the right decision. Right. And one of the number one rules in goalkeeping is in that situation, you make your decision and you don't change your mind. Exactly. Commit. Uh, so good on the goalkeeper for, for committing, and, and that's what you get for committing. Yeah. Pretty 50 50. Um, there's something inside of me that wants to demand the you know the pro aspect of it like hey that's it's your job to put that away um but it was it was a great save like it was just a good good save and um i think i arrived to that assumption a little bit later and i think uh people with experience like pablo mastroeni front office are like yeah it's a good save man it sucks but it's a good save (laughs) right right um and that's just how soccer goes man a lot of the times it's just 50 50 you want to talk about good saves how about oh Uh, Oh, are you are you transitioning? I am transitioning. Am, this is my segue. Dang, bro. Give us the 90th 90th minute marker, yeah? yeah? You want to talk about big saves? How about Gavin? Go through the coming up. Go through the build. So many times in stoppage time to relieve the pressure and make some big saves to to keep us in this one. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. Young keeper just I love that he's getting so many opportunities. Obviously, it's uh, like you guys mentioned before, midweek game, preparing, holding out for uh, a game on the weekend. But Gavin Beavers, dude, I have no problem him being starting keep, man. Uh, just he's already getting like the mini wall of Wasatch. The uh, like, oh, dude, they should call it the, like the baby gate of Wasatch right now. Right. <laughs> the baby gate. That's yeah, incredible. baby gate. But um, let's talk about this save. 90th minute, Alan Pulido finds an opportunity to whip it into the box. And uh, Salowy is there at the far post. Gets a head on it, dude. We're thinking this is going in. And Gavin just steps up, bro. Throws his body, sacrifices himself. And just is there to make the huge, huge save. Uh, to 
quite literally save us uh, the one point. Absolutely. Pull the draw. It's a great save by the goalkeeper in a big moment. Uh, And that to me says that that maybe Gavin's ready for more minutes. Um, I I fully expect Beavers to be a starting goalkeeper for us at one point. And honestly, I fully expect Gavin Beavers to get attention from, from outside of the MLS as well. I would not be surprised to see, you know, some some money offered to RSL for Gavin Beavers for his services in the next, I don't know, two years. I feel like the best because he's got it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I feel like the best way um, to develop young goalies, um, especially in this league, is to just throw them in, um, give them the game opportunities, give them the game experience. And we've seen time and time again, Gavin have um, come up come up big for us. Right? He's had some really good saves in the games that he's played. Um, They'll they'll be like the the little like rookie mistake every once in a while, but that's something you're going to expect out of an 18 year old, and that's going to be a chance you're going to have to take starting an 18 year old. Um, But he's taken his opportunities um, and he's running with it. He's done really really well, and I think he has he has what it takes to to be a really solid keeper in this league. Yeah, there's there's always the risk reward with a young goalkeeper, Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's always worth the risk. I think in Gavin's case, absolutely. 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 So yeah, two to result. Split the points with uh, Sporting KC. I didn't see this one ending in a draw, man. I, you know, I'm just used to the old days where you know a team goes gets two up on you, and uh, it's it, it kind of fizzles out. And then, especially, I know we 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 got the record right now, right? Like we're all we're doing really well on the road, but I didn't think we we're gonna come back. And so I'm I'm very. Uh, shocked, very surprised, and I will take that result all day. Alex, you've got something to say, bro. Let's what, what hey, you man, got? I said it last podcast. This is a Kansas team who doesn't know how to hold leads. They've lost their leads time and time again, and so I was confident Arsenal could be able to come back. And, and sure enough, we saw it in the last game, two not, up to nothing at the half. Uh, Arsenal comes in, changes their game, plays really well, and again, Kansas kind of crumbles under the pressure and can't hold that lead. Yeah. So, junior producer wasn't with us on the last episode, but uh, obviously, clearly, you know what the you know what the outcome was now. But if we were to go back a week ago, Isaac, what would you say the scoreline would have been? I would have said two two. No, I'm just kidding. No, I I thought it would have been two zero, maybe ourselves way. Oh, all right, real confident over here. Real confident, it, but you know it is questionable, right? Um, what does this game look like with throwing in? the big boys a little bit earlier in um, could this have been three, two for ourselves? Could it have been four, two? I mean, there were a lot of, a lot of opportunities, a lot of shots on target in the second half uh, just because Chicho just brings it out on everybody, man. Everyone's just going for it, but we'll never know. We'll have to settle with a two, two and the one point. Well, and, and listen, I, you know, we can think what ifs all day long. Uh, but I would rather go into Kansas City, get a draw, and then come home Saturday with the full 11 and get that win at home and get that home streak going again. Amen. So let's talk about the feedback that we got from the RSL show listeners on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we took to Twitter today and we said, send us here. We all saw like takes. Who is your man of the match? Are you happy with the draw on the road? What is your outlook on RSL's season? How far do you think this squad can go? Uh, let us be- let us know below, and we'll shout you out. So, 
Uh, we're going to go through every single one, guys. We, we made some promises. So, uh, 714idea on IG wrote, Gomez failed to impress given the start. Luna is a workhorse. He fights for every ball. Even when he loses the ball, he still pressures and looks to get it back. That shot outside the box by Palacio was good as well as Oviedo's. We got three good outside the box takers, Palacio, Ruiz, and Oviedo. We are no longer in the box team, uh, but we can also be a threat outside the box. You guys agree? Yeah, good takes. Uh, As far as Gomez goes, uh, I know a lot of people are worried. Uh, I think he's just, you know, being a kid and he's having adjustment periods. Uh, I, I think it's just a little... A little dip in form, um, and, and you know, again, you're in Kansas City. You're in a rival. It's hot. No one, the, the style isn't really conducive to Gomez at that point. Um, I, I'm not worried about him, right? I, I think he's going to have some dip, but I think he's going to get some minutes. He's going to take some chances. He's going to get some opportunities. Um, yeah, I, I'm not too worried about Gomez yet. Kill Calpins on Instagram. Writes, Chicho comes on and the team just looks different, man. Uh, we'll say that's a good take. Hey, I, I want to do that. So after these, we'll say good take, bad take. Sound okay. good? Yeah. Uh, Carson Wilcox, 77, says, It was weird to feel like we weren't out of it being down to zero. Credit to Pablo for bringing the subs on at half. I feel like previously he would have waited till later to bring the difference makers on and it paid off immediately. Alex, good take or bad take? Uh, good take. Good take. Good take. Good take. All right. Ike Gonia writes, Beavers, Mooses, coming up big. Also, who would have thunk Julio would score a three and three? Yeah. Good take. Good take. Yeah. Good take. I like it. Ike Gonia, what's up? Uh, let's see. Colm Luker. Uh, Colm Luker writes, I was watching with my girlfriend, and before the game I said Johnny Russell and Salawi were going to score because they always score against us, and when they did, I gave up hope. I thought we were going to lose 4-0, but she gave me hope saying that the second half will be better, and she was very, very right. I should believe her more, but also wish we would have won because SKC... Oh, uh, we should have won, but a tie isn't bad especially after I had expect, expected such a miserable loss. Um, yeah, good take. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say lukewarm take for having Josh's pessimism. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, Colm Luker, you're like strongly emphasizing that you've got a girlfriend and she and my girlfriend this, that. She probably doesn't exist, bro. Um, oh, ruthless. Terrible take. But Yeah, bad <laughs> take from Andy. I'm kidding, Colm Luker. It's all good, bro. All right, let's see. Uh, D. Ricky, OG listener, writes, started some of our rotation guys. Not a bad result against a hot team away. And some guys got some rest for our busy next few weeks. Yeah? Good. Good. D. Ricky. Good take. He could run the show. Yeah, he could come on podcast. He's really, really good. Uh, Christian Berg writes, it's crazy to see how much of a difference Chicho, Luna, and Ruiz can make in a game. In the past, that sort of game probably ends up being 3-4-0 or for SKC. Now that we have a deep squad with game changers, it's completely different. I think this team could end up with the second 
or third place finish in the conference with the four more in. It will be interesting to see if we can continue to change the tide on our home record with a win on Saturday. Also, quick shout out to RSL for making a game day bingo. It's freaking awesome. Phenomenal right. take. Yeah, Christian Berg, welcome to the podcast. And we're going to give you a follow back on the RSL show. That was phenomenal take. A lot of substance there. Uh, RSL has a bingo game. You were you guys aware? I wasn't aware, no. I think, no? I think they okay. just did it this, per- this last game. Okay, cool. Shout out RSL Bingo. Um, I'm telling you, man, when the soccer's this good, you don't have to come up with stuff like RSL Bingo. All right, uh, let's continue it on. Twitter. Let's, uh, ooh, I got a space heater, dude. It's like burning my leg, bro. Oh, why, why do you have a space heater on? It is 150 degrees outside. I'm cold, bro. I'm cold. All right. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Zerk. It's Zerk writes that SKC comeback was a great turnaround after being down zero two, but huge kudos to Pablo making the halftime switch and boom, immediate impact. The lineup was not what I had in mind and had a feeling something's off. I wish they paired Moose and Chicho beginning the match. Good or bad take. I mean, we all, we all wish for Chicho, right? But let's, let's think big picture, big picture here. I will say, I will say that I'm very excited to see what Moose and, and Chicho can do starting together. So are we saying it's a good or a bad take? No, it's a good take, but I'm also saying let's think big picture here. Three game yeah. week, let's not let's not wear Chicho out too much. Let's keep him good. Keep him good for a goal and assist a game instead of wearing him out too quick. Plus I think people forget that prior to starting to train and stuff, he you know didn't play for two months, right? His first game in two months was this past Saturday. Um and so he's gonna have to ease into full fitness a little bit. Nick Barker writes, who was your man of the match? Anelli. Solid all game and was able to put in 90 minutes of effort despite the conditions. He's a stud. Right. It's a good take. Uh, then he answers, are you happy with the draw on the road? Yes. Uh, and then he answers, what is your le- outlook on RSL season and how far do you think the squad can go? Nick wrote, great. Capable of winning it all. Trouble, baby. Let's go. Let's go. All right, Nick Barker gets a follow back. Uh, Matthew Daniels wrote, first half was bad. We were missing the confidence in position or in possession offered by Ruiz. Jasper just had one of those nights. Brilliant resilience by the team, and Chicho changes how people have to defend against us. I'll take a point, and Arango was my man of the match. I think West top three is expected. Good take. Good, good solid, solid take. Nice job, Matthew. We already follow you, but that would have earned you a follow. Dude, I actually, I love this, man. We should do the takes, and if it's good, we follow. If it's bad, we unfollow you. All right, let's see. <laughs> That's great. Uh, That's yeah. great. <laughs> follow or unfollow, baby. This is better than RSL bingo for sure. All right. MLS collectors. We're, we're currently following this person. So let's see if they keep their follow or lose their follow. MLS collectors loved the second half bounce back. Everyone looked super gassed in the second half, though. We had multiple chances to win it, but didn't have any legs left. I know it was tough with weather conditions. Wish Julio would have had more stamina. Uh, What are we going to do with Gomez? That's it. 
That's decent. I'll say good take. Good. That's a that's good a take. decent take. Yeah. I don't think Coolio was gassed. Yeah, that's my only uh, question. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not an it's not a it's not a take that's going to lose you a follow. It's just like, I mean, opinions are opinions, but right. but what? Somebody answer his question. What are we going to do with Gomez? We we already talked about it. I know we did. I know yeah. we did. But what? Are, let's just answer it. We're just going to leave him untouched, right? Yeah, it, we're going to continue on, right? He's going to have to earn his his play time, right? Let's not forget he has a goal and five assists. He he's yeah. been productive this year, right? He he's had a rough patch. And we just gotta continue to incorporate him, whether it's off the bench or a start here and there, and hope he can find his form. And like Alex said, you know, hopefully his girlfriend stops distracting him and he can get back to normal. Get back there to his dancing TikToks, you know. I mean, yeah, there it five is. Five assists um, and the goal. He he was contributing a lot in the, into the attack um, a few months or a little bit ago, um, and he's a twenty year old kid. You know he's going to come out of it. He's going to get get back to to good form, and he'll be all right. Very cool. Sela Fredleg says at Josh Clark shall now be referred to as the Oracle. It's been a couple times this year. I've called it, so right. you get I'll follow. take it. I'll take it. You got to follow Seelaf. Good job, bro. That's the easiest way to a follow. Is just compliment Josh. That's right. Um, reincarnated as Bob. Says Julio should have scored his second goal to win us the game. Got to make those chances count. Yes, sir. It's a good yeah. take. All right. So, we is it a follow take though? I mean, it's an obvious take, but try but, harder. Yeah. We're not going to follow you this time. Oh, though. Andy, you're being mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have followed you for that. We need some quality though. Uh, a little, little more depth. Yeah, a little bit more depth. Yeah, it's okay, like okay, a little too surface level. It's like um. It's like American Idol, bro. When they come and sing the first half, they kind of crush it. I'm kind of like Simon, like, hey, no, like, just sing Happy Birthday and, like, make it really good. I want to hear the range, right? So I'm not saying – I'm not. it's not a yes for me right now, but it's not a no forever reincarnated as a Bob. So okay? are, you, are you challenging him? Is that a challenge yeah, me, for yeah. a, the hottest take? <laughs> yeah, dude. Send okay. us a better uh, – send us a redemption take. Um, yeah. Guys, uh, what a fun show of the RSL show, man. We've got Saturday coming up. We've got a match in the books, a match in the works. And I just want to actually look up a few things here before we talk about that one. An anticipated match, New York Red Bulls. Are they doing much this season? Has anybody really dove into these guys? Yeah, they stink. They are not the best. Not the best. Which is scary, which is scary. But... (laughs) I think now it it was scary at the beginning of the year, right? When we weren't very confident, we were good, but not confident, right? Not good, but you could see the potential. Um, I, I think our confidence is high enough. The fan base is pumped enough. We have Chicho, we have Luna killing it. We have Ruiz scoring bangers from outside the the half. Even uh, I think we're gonna just dismantle New York on Saturday. I really do. This is a yeah. It's an eleventh eleventh place team, uh, six eight eight record. Um, so I mean, yeah, they're they're down there. Uh, when, but when you know, when your best players are outside back. You, you got problems. Yeah, they're a team. They're yeah. a team who's only won one game on the road this year. 
Um, they are a team without a head coach. They are a team who had a lot of controversy earlier this year um, with their DP signings. Um, I just don't see them. I just don't see them coming to, to coming to Utah and getting a good, a good result. Yeah. No, it'll be tough, man. It'll be tough for the East Coast boys. Yeah. So, with that, we will wrap up. Um, we've. I. I think it's going to be an easy uh, three points. I'll knock on wood here for everybody. Um, if we go around and just do quick predictions, though, uh, we're expecting. I'd say a full roster. It's at this point. Um, a little bit of uncertainty around Savarino, but I have a feeling that we're going to see him uh, available. I'm not sure what the reports are or what's coming out of the uh, Real Salt Lake insiders. But Alex, let's start with you, dude. What do you think? Uh, what do you think we'll see on Saturday in in terms of results? I think this is a team who's going to really, really turn it around at home. Um, and at a perfect time, right? We got the four nothing last time against Orlando. I'm going to go some something similar. Um, I can see it easily being a two nothing or, or a three nothing win for RSL. I don't see um, New York, who's only had five goals scored um, away from home this year, coming into America versus and scoring. Um, but I do see RSL putting on a clinic and um, continuing this form and, and getting a good result. So you're saying three zero versus Red Bulls? Yes, sir. At home. All right. Isaac, Let's. Uh, what do you think, dude? I think this match has the potential to be a high-scoring match for Real Salt Lake. So I'll go, I'll go 3-0 just to be safe, but I think it'll be more. I really do think so. Especially after reading... Where are the goals the, coming from? After reading this stat, Real Salt Lake is unbeaten and it's 12 regular season home matches against the Red Bulls. Come on. Ooh, yeah. Sounds like you got to go put some money down, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm confident. All right, all right. Um, Joshua Clark, dude. Just now, you know the stats. We got a uh, Alex. Did you say two zero or three zero? Uh, I said three. Three zero. So we got three zero three zero. Josh, what do you think, dude? We're gonna lose. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, I think we get a Chicho brace. We get a Demir brace. We get a Luna goal. And a Ruiz goal. We're going six nil, baby. Oh my god! Hey, we almost saw that. We did. It's it's not out of the realm. It's not out of the realm. You know, I think this team could do it. I'd love to see a six zero, and I think if there's a match where this could happen, it's probably going to be this one. So I would say there's probably I'd probably say it's four zero, probably four goals in this one, four zero. For me, I feel like. Uh, Chicho will bag another one. I feel like um, I feel like Ruiz is going to have one. I would even throw Glad into the mix. Another header inside the box. I don't know where the fourth goal is coming from. Dami. May yeah maybe yeah. I I, I always want to lean in and say maybe Diego Luna, but also I just feel like I don't know. I feel like he's just unlucky sometimes. I'd love to see a goal from Diego Luna uh, just to kind of, you know, bump up his stock a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, there we have it. 3-3, and then uh, 4-0. Uh, so it should be an interesting match. Um, I, I'm afraid that we're uh, way too confident now. 
Nah, dude. This this it's got to be in the bag. Twelve zero at home, dude. Versus the NYRB. <laughs> Come on. Everyone with a brace. Everyone on the field has a brace. Yeah, everyone on the field. Um, this one's to be played Saturday, July fifteenth, seven thirty p.m. is kickoff. Uh, get there early. Bring your kids. Bring your markers. Hang out. Go get some signage. Get your kids signed. Uh, wear your sunblock. Hydrate. Wear your short shorts. Have fun. Paint your face. No one paints their damn face anymore, bro. I want to see faces painted. Uh, who's going to the match this weekend? Out of the RSL show. I'll be there. Isaacs will be there. Alex? I'll be there. Josh? Uh, I am 50-50. I have to work. Um, and there's some some meetings going on. So it's it's going to depend on when those finish up for me. Cool. I'll definitely watch it, but yeah, uh, it's another MLS night for me Saturday and then Sunday. Like I said, I'm scheduled to do more MLS content. That's going to be a cool day. Make sure you're all around Apple TV. We already know what's happening. They're going to announce Messi. It's going to be a huge, huge day. Um, so I won't be there Saturday, but uh, Isaac, I was going to say, bro, you don't. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, can you imagine Isaac going with his face painted, going through the media, <laughs> going through the media entrance, dude? Oh, my God. Um, no, but you know what, dude? I, at least one time this season, Isaac, I want to, like, we should all pull in on, like, the RSL show. Oh, this is a great idea. So the RSL show and then even, like, donations from the fans. Get this. Because we do need some like equipment for uh, like when we go out and do like video content and all that. If we could like fundraise and then have Isaac basically complete a like a promise to the fans of the RSL show. So what I'm envisioning, bro, is your face painted, your hair like spiked up, shirt off, dude. We'll buy you a ticket so you don't have to go through like credentialed media, but just get you like just square and center. We'll give every like we'll give. DJ Iracalypse will give the camera people like coordinates on where you'll be, bro. So you could be like dancing at halftime. Would you do something like that if it raised money for the RSL show? Whew. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I think I think that same day we should go to the tailgate and we'll paint whoever's face wants their face painted. Yeah, dude. That'd be fun, man. Cause I we needed we need more like faces painted and hairsprayed and just like stupid lunacy, you know what yeah. I mean? Like we just need, we need that in our. I would, I our, would do uh, it for like a Tifo fundraiser. Something, something we need. We'll, we'll figure something out. We will figure something out. If if you All have right. ideas, fans, uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, I think Alex has something to say here. Alex is part of this too, bro. We, we're painting his face and he's shirtless. Hey, I'm all bro. in, bro. I'm all <laughs> in. You don't gotta tell me twice. <laughs> dude that should have been our like hazing josh we should have like made these guys go do something like that <laughs> be awesome. hey real quick um just kind of wrap things up we're this is the last game we have before we heading to leaks cup um how do you guys feel about heading into leaks cup on this streak i feel so good man i feel like we're gonna we're gonna get some quote-unquote revenge on monterey and, you know, we love to beat Seattle at home. So I think we could take our group and, and make our run. Again, I, I could be overconfident right now, but that's just the, the, the team's got me feeling that way. 
and I'm going to support it and I'm going to believe until they uh, give me a reason not to. At the end of the day, like I'm happy with the draw in Kansas, but I kind of wish we lost that one so we wouldn't be heading into League's Cup on the streak because sometimes I feel like teams heading into a like a single game elimination tournament like this with a, such a good streak, it's a bad omen. And it got me thinking last night. Well, so back in the day, sure. to fight those bad omens, we would... We would do, how do I say this? <laughs> a ritual, a uh, seance. Yes, we, we, we would have a ritual <laughs> where we would either, you know, find a player of the opposing team's trading card and, uh, and burn it or, you know, something to, to keep the luck going. So if you need to do that, if, if you need to go bury a jersey in the backyard, if you need to make, I, I think one year we made some voodoo dolls. Uh, of some opposing players, mm-hmm. right? So <laughs> there's things you can do. <laughs> if you got to wear the same underwear for two weeks straight, wear the same underwear for two weeks straight. I don't care. Just Febreze it, right? All right. Well, well, so, yeah. so whatever ritual you need to come up with to to keep the streak alive, like you, you know the firework thing for me now. Yes, yes. Right? That's been broken. I, I will be in that stairwell every home game <laughs> until the season's over just to make sure I'm not the one that causes us the bad luck. Right. So if you have a, a superstition or a ritual you need to perform, please do not forget. Wait, uh, explain this firework tunnel thing. I, I need to know. I don't know it. What, what do you do? What's the superstition? Okay. So basically every game at home we've lost this year, I have damn near fallen out of the press box onto the fans below when the fireworks go off, uh, when they're coming out of the tunnel. So last week, I went and hid in the stairwell so I didn't hear them and or jump. And look what happened. I will continue this until I am proven wrong. Got it. Very, very cool. We need to establish some rituals. If you guys have uh, rituals that you guys do, I'd be interested to know what those are. Uh, Tweet those at us. Like, let us know. We'll read those on the next show. If you want to do a a video, kind of like a video explainer, uh, that'd be fun. We'll even throw you on our social media. Literally, like, just send us the video on Instagram, like DM, Twitter, DM. Uh, we'll post you on our timeline. As long as it's appropriate, family-friendly, right? Right. Uh, we don't want you, yeah, like, don't be slaughtering, like, small birds or anything. It's weird. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> um, with that, RSL show on KSL Sports. Uh, the best Real Salt Lake content. I love saying that because it triggers a lot of people. Um, listen to us. Follow us on YouTube. And uh, thank you for keeping it here. We love you guys so much. We love Real Salt Lake. We hope that they kick ass this weekend and you guys are there for it. Love you all. See you on the next next episode. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. 
I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielso Lake puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.